Hey everyone, welcome to Be The Change. My name is Lily Mott, and today I'm going to be talking about how change comes when you celebrate your own voice. I have been looking forward to sharing this week's episode for a while now, and I'm really excited to introduce this guest. Bethany Hanley is an internationally published poet and disabled people's rights activist from Wales in the United Kingdom. So without further ado, let's get started with this episode featuring Bethany Hanley. Hi, I'm Bethany Handley. I'm a young Welsh disabled poet and a disabled people's rights activist. Um, and I'm an internationally published poet. You can find my work on Poetry Foundation in Poetry Wales in Poetry, along with other publications. That was a great start. And I would love to have you tell me more about your journey to get started with this work. What made you get started with activism? And then what made you decide to combine your poetry and your activism? Yeah, well, I think writing has always been a really important part of my life and um, being creative has always been a really important part of my life. Um, But it wasn't until um, I first became ill when I was about 16 that I really discovered poetry. And I think it was a great way to kind of process what was happening um, and to regain some autonomy in quite a dehumanising system, to regain that power and take control of the situation, but also through reading other people's poetry that you learn you're not alone in that situation and then using your experiences through poetry uh, to educate others and raise awareness um, and build this awareness of what it's like to experience ableism and inaccessibility in your everyday life. That's interesting and I would love for you to tell me more about your experience with ableism if you feel comfortable. Ableism is an issue that I would like to learn more about so what are some of the moments in your life that you experienced ableism again if you feel comfortable? Yeah, so ableism's um, discrimination in favour of non-disabled people um, over disabled people. So I think ableism can often be quite subtle. It's, for example, not having chairs somewhere, so you're forcing people to stand, or it can be more overt, like taxi drivers when I'm using my wheelchair, um, asking what happened or saying like, oh, you're too young to be disabled. Um, It can be yeah inaccessible designs um or it can be not thinking about capturing an image for example um that you're putting out that's an example of ableism um but it can be much more subtle for example I think uh medical misogyny is often also a form of ableism but that's quite hard to to prove and to pinpoint when a doctor's not taking you seriously because they've got that ableist but also misogynistic and sexist assumptions. Thank you for explaining that because those are such important accommodations to consider that people who have never lived with a disability wouldn't really think about or realize. So it's so important that you're sharing these experiences to make people more aware of these issues. And I would also love to know why poetry? What made you choose poetry as your outlet for expressing yourself? Well, poetry is so concise, so it's such a powerful way to get the reader to bear witness to what you're experiencing. So, for example, by including um, examples of ableist comments that I've received in my poetry, I'm inviting the reader to experience 
what what it's like to experience that ableism and um in everyday life and to bear witness um so they can begin to challenge their own ableist assumptions and to challenge ableism around them poetry invites the reader to not only experience this world you're building but to use their own empathy and to apply their own empathy and I think we've we've seen the historic silencing for silencing of disabled and chronically ill people um so it's a very powerful way to write back and to make sure that non-disabled readers are using their empathy and are considering what it's like to move through such an ableist and inaccessible world and what are some of the I'm, I'm sure it's different in Wales and it's different in the US and different in other countries around the world but what are some of the changes that you're hoping to make or hoping to see in your life? I'd love to know more about what changes you'd like to see pertaining to disability rights and ableism, particularly in Wales and the UK. Oh, so much. Obviously, we use like a structural level, but I think it's often attitudes that are neglected and we need attitudes to change as well. So it's not just big organisations. It's not just systemic change we need it is the smaller changes that everyone can make it's challenging your own assumptions and your own beliefs I think the pandemic was quite interesting it's catalytic for for some change for example with the adoption of online learning which really helped a lot of disabled students and um, to access higher education it was frustrating that it took a global pandemic for that to happen when disabled students have been calling for that for years but changes like that makes such a difference to people's lives I don't think I would have graduated without having access to online learning and then there's smaller things that I think we can all do for example when you're putting out a post on social media making sure that you're um, captioning your image like your videos that you've got image descriptions that you've got contrast between like the background color and the text so it's small changes like that can make a massive difference to people's lives and just continuing to challenge your own assumptions all the time. That's really interesting. And I think that's definitely something I want to work on as well and be more conscious of, especially with Instagram posts for the podcast, for example. I really appreciate you making me more aware of that because it's definitely something I would like to think about more. So what are the best ways for people to support you and your work? Where can people find you and, like I said, support the work that you're doing? Yeah, so read the work of disabled writers, uh, follow influencers, disabled influencers. So you can find my poetry on Poetry Foundation, on Poetry Wales, um, my poem Cling Films on Poetry Wales, which is about ableism and especially from the perspective of a young woman and a part-time wheelchair user. Yeah, but just make sure you can follow me on social media, um, Scout for Culture on Instagram or Bethany One Handley on Twitter. That's perfect. And I hope people check out your poetry after this episode. So thank you for sharing those different ways to get there. I have one last question for you. Lots of young people want to create change and want to make a difference, but they may not know how to get started with that work. Do you have any advice for those people who may be listening? Yeah, I think start to follow influencers on social media um, who have a similar experience Um and you have a voice, use it. I think just celebrate your own voice and just start start writing, start posting on social media and um, start having those conversations because um, your, your lived experience is so valuable. So just celebrate your voice and start shouting.
I really enjoyed this conversation with Bethany, and I learned so much from talking with her about her work and about ableism in general. I think Bethany's last piece of advice really sums up her activism work when she mentioned celebrating your own voice. When Bethany became ill when she was 16, and as she navigated the years of adjusting to her disability, she recognized the power of her voice to make a change. Bethany decided to use poetry to make her voice heard and to raise awareness about ableism, and that was a path that suited her well. However, everyone has a voice and has the power to use their voice to create change. So, as Bethany said, start shouting. Bethany recognized issues in society that were affecting her in her daily life and decided to speak up and use her poetry to raise awareness about those issues, which is the perfect example of how change comes when you celebrate your own voice. Thank you so much for listening to this episode, and you can find Bethany on Instagram at Scout for Culture, as she mentioned, to get connected with her. If you'd like to check out Bethany's published poetry as well, I included the links to a few of her pieces in the episode description. If you want to talk about anything I mentioned, please reach out to me by email at lily at bethechangepodcast.org or on Instagram at bethechangepodcast. Tune in for my next episode, but until then... Be the change you wish to see in the world. Bye, guys.